Six minutes past the hour from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport Secure and practicing social distancing from the rest of the world, but powering up the microphone and, uh, and making it available uh, to hear the voice, to calm, to steady, uh, to be here to answer questions as best we can. Certainly just to, to hang out together every day as we all try to find things to, uh, to entertain ourselves and, and to grow and to whatever whatever this opportunity has afforded us. Don't waste it. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. We'll get to your phone calls, by the way, uh, and uh, Adler's got those for you right now. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG if you want to dial us up. Uh, we'll chat a minute. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. There's Bubba. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being with us yet again. Bubba, we are. We're all sitting there talking about content, content, content. I did want to pass along to you. We're, you know, And all of us are trying to find some way to, to make these things work and what can we do. And a lot of you are looking for things during the, the time that you're being quarantined. And, and don't waste this time. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things. Obviously, when you start thinking about and, and we got calls about it too, uh, you know, if it, this is a great attention grabber, uh, for all of us, uh, if you know whether you're a person or faith or not, uh, th- th- this is one of those times that you know you're thinking to yourself, you know what? I don't know how this is going to go, and and that can certainly be. It was interesting. I heard uh, one of my sons as we were spending time together uh, doing church and Bible study this past Sunday morning, and and he literally, uh, we were going around everybody praying, and he said, "Lord, I want to thank you for turning the world upside down." And I sat there and I thought, well, that, so he's praying that more more than I can. Uh, because uh, because it is going to be uh, uh, some opportunities here that may uh, cause decisions to be made that, that really solve the biggest problem that we all have. And so obviously we kicked off the manchurch.com and we talked about that and we've got a lot of curriculum and stuff available. But for some of you, you know, when it was first designed, uh, the curriculum and everything was really designed for, you know, groups to get together or for a church to implement the entire curriculum throughout the men's ministry. And we understand right now churches can't get together. So we certainly have a lot of, you know, devotionals and, and books that we suggest in the and the resources. But uh, we also took the curriculum and broke it down into five-week increments. And if you go to themanchurch.com uh, and you'll see where it says small group leader, if, if you, cl- you know, cl- click on the store, then click small group leader, you'll see that we took the 40-week curriculum. And it's a, you can see it right here if you're watching on YouTube. So the 40-week curriculum is, you know, we have, I'm teaching for 12 to 15 minutes, and then you have a study guide that, in, you know, when it was set up, you would share within the group. Well, you can do this at home as well. I mean, you, you could do this remotely with your group. Uh, you could do it for yourself if you wanted to. So for the individual growth, and we decided that right now we're going to give everybody a discount as well because I know times can be tough. So use the promo code GROW, G-R-O-W, promo code GROW, at themanchurch.com, if you go in and buy a devotional or any any of the any of the books there that are for the you know you you want to we've got two devotionals you can go through two forty day devotionals that are books for you individually or if you just want to take the forty week curriculum and go in there and say I want to buy identity or I want to buy surrender or I want to buy commitment uh, just pick out any of the characteristics you want it's a five week deal that you can do by yourself or remotely with your group while you're you know practicing social distancing. So the promo code GROW will get you 10% off on any of the five-week uh, groups of the curriculum or any of the devotionals. So, And that's there. And you can find those by going to themanchurch.com, click on the store, and, uh, and, and, and find it there. Uh, so let's, uh, let's go to, speaking of that, Nick is standing by in Tennessee, and he'll kind of start with, with, with a question like that. Nick, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Hey, guys. How are you? Good, We're great. Good. We're great. All right, this is a um, first-time caller this morning. Oh, thanks for calling, um, man. Appreciate you uh, getting your first opportunity to be on the show. 
Thank you. Uh, so over the past year, I've been a Christian for 15 years, and over the past year, I've really gotten into whatever I can get my hands on studying the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just really wanted, I'm not saying that this is that, you know, exactly what's happening, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on if the this coronavirus uh, thing with the economic crash and all that could um could that be what the scholars are talking about? The reason that America is not in the end times is because we're like a third world country. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Well, you know, all issues are biblical issues. You know, first of all, right. I understand that. And and if you say, is this part of the end times? My answer would be, yeah. I mean, you know, because we're closer to the end times today than we were mm-hmm. yesterday. So everything is is pushing us to the end times. So when someone says, you think this has to do with the end times? Right. I always go, well, yeah, of, of course it does. Nick, I, I think you make a, uh, you bring up an interesting point yeah. because, yeah. Uh, you know, initially when all this started, you start having the questions, hey, is this the pale rider off of the four horsemen of the apocalypse? Well, right. no, it doesn't, it doesn't qualify for that based on the events that have to happen before it. Right. But, uh, you know, you do bring up an interesting point uh, that in a lot of the end-time prophecy, it's, it's kind of hard to identify the United States in that clearly. Now, there are some people that uh, throw us under the, uh, the line and her cubs, uh, which might be, you know, England. And, and again, I'm just it's, it's, I'm speculating, okay? But uh, it, it's a fair question, I'll say that. I'll tell you another thing that's very interesting, and, and again, the bottom line is, you know, be redeemed, submit yep. to the authority of Jesus Christ, repent of your sin, and, and have you the real virus solved. And that's the one that's going to kill you, you know, yeah. physically and for eternity, and that's the sin virus. Because this, this you, will you, pass. Yeah, this, <laughs> the it, other will not. Yeah, it, what, what's going to happen to you if, if, if you die from anything, uh, virus or not? Uh, and, and, but the other thing is this. So I, I saw some people talking about this, and it was, it's the Billy Graham daughter. I know there's more than one daughter, and I can't think of her name right now. But anyway, she says nothing to do with the virus, but she thinks that what Trump has done uh, in Syria and some of, the, some, of, some of his Middle Eastern policies, she thinks uh, has kind of set up for the Middle East to be able to accomplish uh, what is called, you know, the, the Gog and Magog. And, right. you know, and we right. talk about Russia and Putin and, and how these, these countries now, now will be forced. It, it's a long, I can't get into all of it, but she made some interesting commentary about that. And you can find that going, it has nothing to do with the virus, but it has everything to do with this current time of Trump as president it, is our country, you know, being used to set up certain things that, that will take place. But the overall question of, is this part of the end times? Yes. Uh, does this have anything to do with the uh, you have to really work to see the United States of America in play. Yeah, I, I think what America makes a mistake on a lot of times, uh, it, and this was covered in the book I just read, The Unsaved Christian, is that we get this sense that we're God's favorite, mm-hmm. you know, that, that really God mm-hmm. only only cares about us. Uh, and, and we kind of lose sight of, of the rest of the world. Uh, and then we go, well, really, because then you pull back and go, well, I don't want to be blasphemous, but you know, uh, we're second behind Israel. Right. You know what I mean? Israel may still be his his, his <laughs> chosen, but but definitely America's definitely number two. Well, there's no indication that we're number two. <laughs> there, there's no indication that we're God's favorite. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, I, I matter of fact, I would have a real hard time looking at the way this country is living and yeah, open, right open and, and yeah. open defiance to God to deem us as being anywhere near his favorite now mm-hmm. can the, can we produce a remnant yeah but I, there's other countries that can produce that too it, it, you know we're, think, we're, we're not the matter i yeah. think our church uh, if you look, our church probably has more issues 
you know, as you talk about the different church ages when he addresses the churches in Revelation, you know, we look an awful lot like the church at Laodicea. Uh, and he's trying to say you're delusional about who you are, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think that's probably where we land, um, you know, in general, and uh, and so uh, so you, I don't know, but that's a good point you brought up. It is. Yeah. So thanks. And, and and I think there's no doubt God has used America throughout history, but as you said, favorite now, no, we have stood by Israel so far, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we have some administrations that would not have it that way if they had their you know, their desire. So yeah. there is some protection comes with that, uh, guaranteed, but uh, mm-hmm. we will see. We'll it's see. Ann, Ann, the, the, yeah. the Ann Graham. Ann Graham Lotz, uh, Lotz, how you say her last name? But anyway, it's Ann, and she she was interviewed and said that she, um, she, she lays out some of this stuff. And again, I mean, nobody knows all the details, but yeah. it's an interesting interview yeah. to watch. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Heather. Heather, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Um, I just had a quick question. I've actually contacted several news sites trying to get an answer. I I have several family members that serve and that are active duty and some that aren't. And I just wondered if we had any idea how the COVID-19 was affecting our family and friends that are serving overseas. Um, I haven't seen any information on that on the news. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't. We, we do have some service people who are infected, but it is not a big number right now. And I want to say more of number. it was in the Navy, no, uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They, they gave that. I saw it on TV the other day. It was, it was a fairly small number, but there have been a few cases. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was concerned about since they're stationed all over the world and everybody's doing something different to combat the virus. I, I just want, was concerned. Yeah, there you go. Well, the good news is a lot of them have all kind of vaccinations, and especially if they're in parts of the world where malaria has been, they've probably been given that medicine already. Yeah, that, that, that is true. Uh, Doug in Mississippi. Doug, go ahead. Uh, yeah, guys, love the show. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Uh, a friend of mine shared a, a video from uh, Pastor Evans over in Fort Worth Yeah, uh, this morning. It's called Divine Disruptions, and uh, it's... He's very eloquent. You know him, and uh, he really, I oh, think fantastic. it would speak to some of the guys that's calling in or, or women, too, you know. Oh, yeah, there's, uh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, the, these these things, and, and I've seen some of what Tony uh, has to say about that and others. I saw this weekend people were sending around one of Billy Graham's uh, old messages yeah, about that, that you know. And, um, yeah, it, it's look, sometimes God loves us enough to take our little worlds and rattle us and turn us upside down. So we'll actually look inward and assess First of all, who we are, and are we, first of all, really his? Uh, examine ourselves. Acts 14 says that you know, our salvation is worked out through many trials. And also, what a great opportunity to share the hope that we have in Jesus. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 22 minutes now past the hour. Our number is 866. We be big. Mia is calling us out of the great state of California. Mia. Mia. And Mia, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How's everything in, in California? Well, I would say it's not as bad as it's made out to be. Oh, really? Okay. Um, as, as far as the lockdown. Do you, uh, do you live in a big city or are you uh, in other parts of California? No, I actually live between L.A. and San Diego. 
Wow. And you see, you say it's not as bad as it's being portrayed. That's correct. Well, and I go out every day for work. So how do you, Mia, how do you get the show there in that, in that area? Do you, you catch us on, uh, uh, on like the tune in app or iHeart or on YouTube? Cause iHeart. You, iHeart. Okay. Yeah. I've listened to you guys for years on iHeart. Well, thank you very much. Mia, I, I saw some pictures of the interstates in LA yesterday. It looks like there's a lot less traffic than normal. There's a lot less traffic. That's absolutely true. So some people are sheltering the way they should. Some not. Hmm. That's correct. Yeah. It's like New That's York. Correct. Some are and, and some aren't. And I, I think it's really about the age bracket you're talking about. Right. So Mia, you had a question. So go right ahead. We'll get to that. Okay. So the question is this, we're dealing with a um, situation, facts and feelings. When you guys were talking about like um, going back to work and, and energizing the economy again. Right. But um, Bubba, and I guess this is kind of a question for you, Bubba. How do you like put this into numbers and relay those numbers to the American people? Because I agree with you guys. At some point, you, we have to go back to work, or we're going to be doing more damage than good. But like, how do the economists actually quantify this? How do they make a formula for that? Mia, that's a great question. Boy, it is. Uh, that, you, you, that you that is the the ten thousand dollar question, and I don't know. I don't know. The only thing you can compare then, it to is what we the deaths that we deal with in the country every year from the flu season, and what we deal with every year from uh, automobile crashes. I, I think that's the only two things you can compare. It could to. you also make a comparison? And look, I'm just that we're all making this up as we go. Sure. Could you also, and I know this is what I'm about to say is going to be harsh, right. can you also make the comparison, because I've heard the term, and I don't think it's exaggerated, we're, we are at war yeah. to, oh, save yeah. the, to save our way of life. Yeah. Can you also compare it to we always know in war that certain people will die uh, in order for us to get on the other side to victory and not lose our way of life to whatever is the enemy. Well, I, uh, you know, I can speak to that directly. Uh, you know, my I told you my dad was in World War II. Yeah, and exactly. They wasn't on the front line that would have invaded Japan, but they were on the second line, and they were still telling them to expect fifty percent casualties. And right. so, and and he told me he said they they would just tell you, look, half of you ain't coming back, but you have got to do it for your moms, your dads, your girlfriends, your wives, your kids back home. You got to do it. We're gonna have to do this. And that's the speech I'm talking right. about. That's exactly right. what I'm talking about. And we knew this when they stormed the beach at Normandy. Right, they, they, right. Somebody sat down and said, "This many of you are going to die." Right. Uh, but but you have to. You but have got to get a beachhead here. To but push we have back. to do yeah. it in order to save people for the future. So I think that's kind of the way you look at it. Now, how you lay out when, when is the time that the economy will be will not be able to recover? Because I do think we should protect people and stay quarantined as long as we can. The formula, Mia, you're talking about, somebody's got to say, if it goes past this date, we're we're going into a depression, and then we can't go past that date, and then whatever price has to be paid for that has to be paid. Yeah, and I thought President Trump last night brought up, when asked this with the doctor, the death rate in the U.S., at first they were thinking it would be 3 to 5%, but it's a lot lower than that, which is awesome. And it's in that that certain age group that that is being targeted uh, with the death rate. He's like, if we can find a formula that protects them, maybe senior citizen living facilities or whatever, and and try to – try to barricade them off but yet continue with a lot of the economy and get it going but yet protect the most vulnerable and i can't still that's can't say word. that yeah, it is uh, then, use that then maybe that's the formula use we that use. risk that's yeah. what i use 
Yeah, so so but, those those at risk, you're right. Let's look at the combination. You could say, all right, here for those at risk, and this would apply to everybody. If we can get this malaria combination going, and hopefully we and Z-Pack. can and ZPAC combination, and we say this is one of those things where we go. I'll use myself. I almost use you. Y'all know you don't like when I do that. Rick Burgess has it. Thank you. Get him on the drug in six days. Rick's good. Okay, and Rick can return to his life. If we can get that going. Then you give the at-risk people the, the, the medicines that we have to get them through it quicker. Anybody gets it, they get the medicine. And then by a year from now, we have the vaccine. Then, then you can survive. But, but staying, you know, so that, I think that's a combination. I hope we could say, all right, everybody's going back to work, but you're going back to work with some drugs that we know if you get it, we can get you through it in six days. And at-risk people... We're going. We're going to. We got these drugs standing by for you, right. because if we can shorten it, maybe it won't kill you. Right. You know, and you get a combination of all that going, and then you get to the other side. Well, and and to to but show those medi- the, but those medications aren't ready yet. To show the point, though, the people who are going to make those medicines and transport those medicines, if our economy is not going, there is a point where they can't find food. You're right. Okay. They can't go because the curbside is no longer active. The supermarkets are going to be shutting down. Transportation shutting down. They can't get equipment. Eventually, that will spill into fuel, okay? And, and they can't go to work to make the, the, to make the medicine that we need to battle this. And if they could, they can't get it to the people who need it. So you see how this can, that's that's kind of the real world how this could fall apart. No, you're right. Like right now, and we talked about this. We 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 praised you know we got all these different heroes. And you mentioned the other day mentioned it the other day that are going to come out of this. Some of them are the got people are always heroes. Right. But truck drivers are heroes, right? Yeah. Now. Oh yeah. But are we not saying that that is a risk we have to take? You know, we got trucks running all over the country. Yeah. But but what we're saying is we have to take that risk because the supply chain can't be broken. Right. 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 So we already are, are saying some things can't be stopped. And some of these plants that are going to retool to make ventilators, I mean, they're going to have to have a lot of equipment brought in. They're going to have a lot of programming that's got to be done. If those people can't live and can't have a house and have electricity and have food, to do that, it all comes tumbling down, you know? So you have to make some tough decisions, but they they do have to be made, by the way. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Cats living together, mass hysteria. 35 minutes past the hour. Easy now. Rick and Bubba talking about the, the difficult decisions that are on the board for all of us, but being calm, being steady, not called to a spirit of fear, anxious about nothing. Uh, and uh, so just uh, just roll through it. Uh, I will. Uh, we'll get to some more of your phone calls coming up. We'll go to Jeremiah in Los Angeles. You know, our California numbers have gone through the roof. See, California is looking for voices of reason right now. And, well, they uh, found it. They found it. Uh, <laughs> got this text yesterday, Greg, from our sister. And um, now this is uh, our, Ange. Yeah, oh, Ange checked in. And uh, our sister, she's a hardworking, getting after it uh, single mom. 
And so she said this yesterday. Hey, meant to tell you, I bought a Simply Safe security system Wait and installed it myself Wait in about minute. 30 minutes, and I love this system. Wait a minute. That's right. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Look, and, and Sissy says, I got the Simply Safe system. I installed it in 30 minutes, and it's fantastic, mm-hmm. just like y'all said it was. Reese told her how to do it. Well, it might have been. She might have used some for high-tech kids. Yeah, those I, kids, I, the kids nowadays. <laughs> hey, hey, these kids today. These, these kids These crazy kids. Computers it's so there. funny. We do that when uh, on all this. You know, <laughs> We're all watching everything streaming now. It's like I can tell we're getting on our kids' nerves. Hey, come in here and show me how to log in. Uh, <laughs> all right, so anyway, simplysafebubba.com. It is a great system, and uh, and you know, look uh, now more than ever, uh, you know, let's let's talk about security. Uh, you know, when people get anxious, uh, sometimes they don't know how to behave, uh, and so go to simplysafebubba.com for about fifty cents a day. Uh, you'll be monitored twenty four seven. You're not going to be in any contract. There's not going to be any hidden fees. You can, as my sister just said, install it yourself. Uh, it it can be customized with all the the bells and whistles that you know would kind of bring this industry into to modern times you know just uh, you know the the video surveillance and and the glass break sensors and, and things like that they've got it all it really is and, and it's not intrusive you, you hardly even know you have it and you certainly don't have to be you know knocking down walls or putting holes in the walls to install it simplysafebubba.com order right now at this link and uh, we'll give you free shipping and and you also can have a 60 day money back guarantee that's simplysafebubba.com also link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button Jeremiah standing by out of Los Angeles. Jeremiah. Jeremiah looks. He's relatively new. He 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 found the show. What was it, Jeremiah? Maybe a month ago or so. When when did you find the show? Oh, I actually been listening for a minute now. Probably like a year and a half. I actually been in the Golden Ticket seat too. Have you Have you been here before? Okay. All right. So yeah, I I was there when uh, Spider Man and Green Goblin fought. Okay, Jeremiah, tell me about the fire. All right. So 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 what 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 was your comment? Go ahead. I just wanted to say um, I work in the entertainment industry. Uh, I'm a roadie, you know, tour manager for bands and whatnot. Sure. Uh, a, a few people are suggesting things like, you know, a stimulus package for us because, like, our whole industry just got shut down. Oh, yeah, it's it over. Just like, yeah, it's over. Yeah. Like, and, like, basically, none of us are going to be getting back to work until maybe June because everything got postponed. Like, everything was canceled. Like, for other people, they're going to be able to get back to work the second this thing is stopped. But for us, it's still going to be months. Um, Obviously, I'm a conservative, too. And, like, I don't – I'm not – big on you know giving out free things but what do you guys think about you know some sort of you know stimulus package for you know a specific industry well i think they're going to try to cover all the the different industries and and the entertainment industry anything if you know what we talked about i know how some people and i even had a conversation with a guy yesterday then he did come back go well that's right if you're upset about the the concert industry the sports industry whatever all you guys are, and certainly my son has been affected by it. He's in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even even the things we were doing with themanchurch.com, these were all about, you know, gatherings and getting together. We're adjusting to that, as I'm sure your business will too, to say, well, okay, here's opportunities for you to do this remotely or watch something online. I, I know even in our city, they're now doing the virtual zoo. You know, you can't go mm-hmm. to the zoo. Uh, so, so now they're trying to give you a chance to sit at home, and they'll take you through the zoo at home. You know, and we had the virtual car race, you know, mm-hmm. uh, over the weekend. And you guys are going to have to adjust to that. But I just put the entertainment and event people under the same category of any business that requires people to gather. 
And I got news for you. There's a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, look, look, I'll tell you something. If, if you want everybody to freak out, how about all of you in, in, in academia? Look, people are learning by the day and they're, they're adjusting by the day that college online is, uh, is simple and, and easy and can be done. Now, look, there's social aspects about college, you know, and social things that we need that can't be replaced. But we can get to the point where so many professors and so many teachers and all that aren't needed. Yeah. Uh, but because you know we're, we're all this is about people gathering together in groups. So I think you guys just fall in that same category, no, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. And there's a lot of jobs tied to that, a lot mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So all I want to ask is, you know, y'all please, please just you know keep us in your prayers. Sure. I mean, you know, obviously, just like y'all saying, you know, just we're just you know trying to do what we love, and you know we're good at what we do. Uh, it's funny though because I was supposed to stop uh, just before everything got shut down. We were I was about to go on tour in the first stop. Iron City in Birmingham, so I was gonna be able to go really? see y'all. But oh, man. Yeah, so. <laughs> doggone coronavirus! Taking, well, uh, taking Jeremiah the golden ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremiah too. The governor of California, uh, Governor Newsom, said to expect the lockdown to go for three months. Oof! Said that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, uh, Jeremiah, thanks for the call, brother. I just, I just don't think you can. Yeah, you know, people. They, you, you think about the artists, and they've all canceled their tours. And, and nowadays, they that's where they make their money. But you got to think about all the people that work. I saw the Zach Brown doing a video the other day. He said he laid ninety percent of his people off that's mm-hmm. been with him yeah. since day one. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. and like I say, the artists, and and again, we all assume they're all set, but some of them are, some of them aren't. But you know as well as I do, they don't make their money off records anymore. They make their money off touring. No, you're yeah. right, and that goes but back. It employs a lot of people. I don't know does. if y'all saw over the weekend. You know, Larry the Cable Guy. When some of these goofy celebrities decide they would sing "Imagine" to us, yeah, you know, which the last thing we need to be talking about right now is trying to imagine us not having to deal with God and not having to worry about mm-hmm. uh, you know heaven and all that. Yeah, that's not quite the the song we're looking for right now. But anyway, they were all singing this. Of course, Larry the Cable Guy goes out and goes. Now this are, these people singing to you can take a year off work. Every, yeah, every, yeah. Every, mm-hmm. every one of them. Yeah. yeah, and he goes, and they probably got people within a hundred yards of their house that's on the street right now. They could just stop recording, sing, and imagine, and walk out there and help yeah, them. Absolutely, you know. But all of them are, are trying to act like that they're in this in this struggle, struggle with, with you. Yeah. yeah, all they're gonna, you know, they at times they take years off all the time just because they're ready to. Yeah, you know, and uh, <laughs> and, and of course he he was talking about the spiritual aspect of it too because uh, undoubtedly, you know, just like uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but undoubtedly he's um, he's had a real transformation spiritually, and he talked about the only hope that anybody's gonna find is in Jesus, but. But he took them on saying because, to the point, Zach Brown is going to make it. But the 90% of the people yeah. that he had to, to lay off that keep their tours going, what are they going to do? Mm, yeah. So there's a lot of jobs tied to these. It's easy to say, oh, with well, the entertainment business, they can. Well, yeah, but don't don't look at the person who can take the year off. Look at all the people that work for them that can't. Yeah. You know, and, and you realize how, how many jobs are tied to oh, tours? Yeah, and, and, and that's you, what you do when that's completely shut down. You can't go find work anywhere. No, right. you, you walk up and they say, "Well, what do you do?" You say, "Well, I usually rig staging." Ooh. Well, we don't need that. We don't need mm-hmm. that. No. Yeah, so you find be a while. you find something else. You know, I guess you what you deliver food. Yeah, you do what you got to do. That's about uh, all. That's that's and I, you know, can and like you said, Bubba, can this delivery curbside and delivery can that save the entire restaurant industry? I yeah. don't know. You know, th- yeah. th- thank you. Think about like right now. No, that's just so different to what they've been set up for. You know, and and I know a lot of them. If you've looked inside or had uh, seen videos, they have basically turned their whole dining room into a food prep area. Yeah. Well, and you go back to this, and then you go back to just, you know, preference, and I know that's not a big deal, but a lot of times, certainly, I don't always order food to my house 
because I like to go somewhere and sit down yeah. oh, and yeah. enjoy dinner with my family or with my wife or with friends or lunch or, or whatever else. And you know, but then you look at this, like you remember we were talking to the Irwin brothers. The theaters, I mean, nobody's yeah. going to the theaters. Yeah, right. So what they're doing though, back to the streaming stuff, which makes it they're gonna take some of these new releases that oh, were yeah. released. I know that Invisible Man yeah. movie, they pushed it to mm-hmm. streaming. And now this weekend they're gonna take I Still Believe and and they're pushing it to the streaming. Yeah. You know, when really it would have still been the theater. So they're they're trying to move some of that into the in home streaming but stuff. But how now. how does that? I, I don't understand how they monetize that. Well, you have to pay for it. Yeah, we well, have to pay for it. But again, yeah. I, I bet it's not what it would have been because no. what it's supposed to be is you get all your ticket sales for the theaters, right. and then about the time yeah. that starts to wall off, then you go get the money right. yeah. for the streaming. So I, there's no way that's going to come out to be the same yeah. amount of money you would normally make. Going to have some new models out there, that's for sure. But for those of you like me that wanted to see that movie. Yep. And didn't get a chance to. It will be. Uh, I still believe uh, will be uh, available for rent and purchase this weekend. So yeah, you know, everybody's having to adjust. Yeah. So we'll come back. Joe Biden has been forced to weigh in. Hmm. God love him. What am I thinking? The best <laughs> look. I go back to this again. The best thing for Joe Biden right now is just to say nothing. Just and if anybody asks you about it, say, well, right now in this time of crisis, and you just hope that Trump messes this up. Which then makes you president. You yes, know, so, but here's the problem. If people keep seeing how you are, they don't think you can handle it either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Wait All right, here we go. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Be listening for your chance. Could happen any time to win toilet paper. You know, I was, uh, my wife actually had to make one of those go out, grab a few supplies. And she said, look, where I went, still no toilet paper. Uh, so the toilet paper situation really caught everybody off guard. And, you know, I knew it was bad. When that goofy Charmin TV commercial came on uh, about the, you know, where nobody pick up the kids' underwear, and then he starts talking about his hiney being clean. Yeah. And my family began to mock Charmin and scream at the screen, you didn't have enough toilet paper. Right. Uh, you, we have no toilet paper. Why are you torturous with this commercial? <laughs> Run and, the press. And, and I looked around. I said, well, we've turned quite a little rabid against Charmin, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, so there's there's a little bit of disdain right now. Yeah. Did you, did you hear? I know we got something planned. Did you hear what happened to me yesterday with toilet paper? I know that you said the, the you luck sent, that I got. You sent us a picture that you had some. Guys, I, won't say, I won't say where you were. No, you'll, you'll cause a run. So I turned down the paper products aisle. Okay, and it is just a mess. There's nothing on the shelves. Yep. You could tell it looked like there was a brawl. There was boxes upside sure. down. Thunderdome. And then like toilet paper dropped from heaven just to my left. There was a <laughs> stack of toilet paper. Like and it was like turned over and it was like didn't like somebody just threw it i don't know what happened i grabbed that so quick put it in my buggy and i was telling the guys earlier there were times in the rest of my grocery store experience where i think i was being trailed by two guys at different times like yeah look away one time see if i don't grab it i had to hawk it i'm gonna ask you something okay this isn't this is just me trying to love you now it's too late now okay (laughs) Tell me, just answer yes to the questions I'm going to ask you. 
you you came down an aisle where toilet paper usually is housed, mm-hmm. and it looked like there had been a war of everybody trying to grab whatever was available. Yes, right. that's right. a yes. Yes, you found how many packs? It was one. Uh, it, so just one pack. One pack over there, kind of discarded and laying in kind of not not set up perfect for the world to see, laying there like it was it had been thrown out of a war. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. scrap, whatever. Okay, all right. So that's bad. Those are two bad yeses. Let me tell you what happened. Everybody was fighting over the toilet paper. Somebody sneezed on that. On Come that, on, on now. On that bag, and everybody discarded it off to the side, says, don't touch that. It's been sneezed on, and you came in and got it. Yeah. That's oh, a good wow. point, right? Wow. Yeah. Why else would it be there, Bubba? Yeah, one of them guys in the video has been licking it or something. Good yeah. night. That was a that's cold. A, that's, now, a, that's a tainted pack of toilet paper. Does it cold. help any that it was still sealed, the package was? No. So if you disinfect the outside, the toilet paper is good. Did you? I, no. no, now. And you I, handle I, it with gloves and a I, mask and I disinfect did, it? I did take the groceries to my parents' house and put them in the garage and on top of the washing machine and the dryer, and they <laughs> looked through the door, never came out, said thank you. And I said, now look, I've. I've got all this here, but I mean, be no, careful. You know, disinfect you everything. Now you're sitting inside. Do you? I family. mean, what do you do? Mm-hmm. I mean, darn you, night, patient zero. Uh, hopefully not. But the, the story was is that <laughs> I that got toilet so? paper. Doesn't that make sense? Yes. That nobody would touch it. Why? Why would one be left when it's yeah. in such a demand? There's something wrong with that. Something riding on that. I don't know. You know what that is? Mm-hmm. That is a that, that is the uh, the the princess. What is it? <laughs> Uh, what what princess the boat, the princess ship. queen Quince, queen that princess. I called it what was it yeah we I called it crown princess but it, uh-huh. it ended up being something else but anyway well the, everybody would like double take the buggy like whoa 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 is that toilet paper I know that's my point like why where would did it you be get that no where why would it be available one bearded dude I was a little worried he kind of came up behind me one time you might as well take whatever brand that was and write diamond princess across it. yeah yeah Rick. Why, why do you think it's laying there paper. where nobody I wants don't, it? I don't know. I told you, you had some other options. Wait, that was a that Bubba, was a backup. Bubba, what happened was there there was it was all going on. Come and somebody on now, would, <laughs> and they and they, and they sneezed. <laughs> How did right, they do? <laughs> and they sneezed on that pack, and people said, "Get away from it!" And then you roll by and pick oh, it up. Goodness, you agree with that? I mean, do you agree that's a possibility? Yep, it is a possibility, one hundred percent. Thank you. Uh, let's go to uh, to Cole. Cole, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Um, about this whole uh, uh, COVID nineteen, I'm a respiratory therapist. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, and most times when I go to the grocery store, it's when I leave work because there's less traffic, uh, and I have been shunned. I have asked, you know, an employee where something is and I start to walk towards them and they walk back cuz mm-hmm. I'm wearing my uniform. Yeah, oh yeah, and I don't want You got your scrubs on or nobody, something? Nobody nobody wants to be near you, buddy. And I've actually had had someone start to come down the aisle that I'm on, stop, back up and leave the aisle. Cole, what are you wearing? Are, are yeah, you in a, you are you in scrubs or you in like a hazmat get up or what? Huh? Scrubs. Did you touch a pack of toilet paper in Huntsville? (laughs) 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 Was it you? (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, you can understand. Look, take advantage of this. Right now, you can get whatever you want. Just walk toward a mob, and they'll scatter. Yeah. Cole, how you holding up? Oh, fairly well. Um, This this epidemic is uh, a lot scarier and greater than most people think. 
Hey, thanks, buddy. Yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and I noticed you used the word epidemic. Have we left the term the term pandemic now? No, that's actually worse. Is that worse? Which one's worse? I think you can just stick either one of them in right now. Right. What about demic? Uh, Cole, what, let me ask you this: We're we're reading about these people who have had it uh, or have it around the globe, and and uh, you know we heard that well, it could be mild in eighty percent of the cases, but. We're we're reading a lot about people losing hearing and losing taste and yeah, all oh. kind of bizarre things. Are you are you seeing that too? You're worried about. That I taste. have not heard heard that. Um, a lot. Um, I'm just trying to you know do the best that I can uh, to keep these people alive and get them better. Are, are they are, are they recovering well? Um. Yes and no. The ones uh, patients who have a a uh, an immune compromise, those don't do so well. Yeah, and, and they they're compromised from Cole. Been good talking to you, <laughs> right? Let's uh, say, let's say I'm 56, uh, and uh, I've I've had a stint. Um, I uh, I'm a little portly. I'm, I'm, I'm top o- A blood. I'm top A blood. I'm a male, and I'm overweight. Uh, little asthma, little allergy, little issue. A- issue, asthma on on so many drugs I can't even keep up with. It. Uh, so how, how am I looking? I am not a physician, um, and this virus is very new to everyone, right, like myself and you guys. Yep. I can't say yay or nay. I, I mean, I just say uh, stay uh, six feet away from that person. Um, and wash your hands okay. as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And, and Hey, I've been telling, uh, most of my patients that prayer is, is the best medicine. Amen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's all, uh, that they ain't nothing better than that. So I appreciate Cole, you. Thank you for what you're doing. And thanks for the uplifting call. Appreciate it. And, uh, do you know where I could pick up some scrubs? <laughs> <laughs> Rick, my dad did text me and wanted to thank you for the uplifting comments on the toilet paper. I had something to be concerned about. I can't believe you didn't think of that. Huh? Maybe he needs to microwave it for you. You might as well throw a hand grenade in there after the pen came out. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, and intern Stretch Armstrong all here. Come back, welcome back for a brand new hour. We're Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for quarantining with us. All right, so I got an update on the on the mission trip in Zambia. The uh, one you were going to fix? Yeah, the well, Greg, apparently it's been fixed. Watch out. Warning okay. to everybody, Greg has a toothpick in his mouth. All right, go ahead. All right, look, can I say I this? Bubba, 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 Bubba trapped in Zambia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't mm-hmm. get out. Rick and Bubba talk about it. Mm-hmm. Now, it says right now, everybody continue to pray. 
He says the team looks like they are getting – this was about 30 minutes ago, so now I guess about 30 minutes. They're, in about 30 minutes, they're about to board a flight to start the journey home. Oh, wow. What, what wow. kind of flight are they on? It doesn't say. Coincidence? I think not! So uh, so there there you go. We'll see them in 14 days. <laughs> Doing our part to secure the globe. So just keep uh, praying for those folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did, did, uh, did, I, did, did I say on the air, I can't remember if it was on the air or off the air, about our Sunday morning experience that one Eddie Van Adler was playing the drums. We I, talked I, about you, it. I don't yeah, remember it, if it was on the air it, or off. Greg, it was, I know we talked about it. Did we talk about it on the air? I don't know, but he was Y'all, full screen. You know how all the churches are streaming their services in his hair? Except, yeah. of course, the guy in uh, you know Baton Rouge that's, right, uh, right. that they're still meeting. And well, he's he's going to lay hands He's going to lay hands on him by sick, and God will heal him. But, um, right. hey, buddy, you killed us. But anyway, so um, so now there's a lot of streaming. you know, and, 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 and when you're streaming, a lot of these churches, if they've got access to pretty good equipment, and ours mm-hmm. does, oh, yeah. I mean, it can be quite the experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody put a camera inside the cage that Adler was playing the drums on, and there are moments where just picture, you know, we have the, the home entertainment room, so it's a really big screen. And all of a sudden, like, we're sitting there, and Eddie Van Adler is, I'm talking about, he's playing the drums right in our face. He's consuming <laughs> the entire TV. It, his, the entire screen yes. is nothing but him. Hair blazing. <laughs> double I mean, bass thumping. Double bass uh-huh. thumping. Uh-huh. Tom, Greg, Tom's being pounded on. <laughs> Listen to my snare. I've tuned it perfectly. It was Flipping a, sticks. It was. It was kind of. Oh, wow. I, I will say this, Adler. It was really. I know that if you're a, a musician who who dreams of of gigging, when you look, I mean, it, it was it was great praise and worship. You were getting the kind of camera angles you yeah. see, like when somebody does a concert on on on, on television, a live broadcast of a concert. I mean, you were getting. You were. I mean, it was right. It was right there in our faces. With the uh, with the drum cage that I'm in, people keep sending me that meme. Church drummers, the only people that will survive the COVID nineteen. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, yep, you were. They, nobody gonna get you in there. Great job, buddy. Mm-hmm. It was, it was weird. Dude, though. Bringing it. Yeah. I finally, I tried to keep it from happening, but eventually, I screamed out, "I know him." Yeah. <laughs> did he look like? Animal I thought it was Lars. Oh, he did, Bubba. You should have. You think our hair wasn't just blazing? <laughs> you know, he, look, look there. He there is. he goes. This is the footage yep. actually from yep. Sunday. Right. Ah, there, there, it. there it is. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Yeah, we've 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 hit some things before, but that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, All right, really Joe Biden decides he's going to weigh in. Mm. All right, so look, Biden. There right. we go, Joe. Uh, what I'm going to say, Biden, if you want to somehow come out ahead of this difficulty and saying, "Look at President Trump; he ruined the economy, or he cost people lives," and so now I'm going to be the president. The only way anybody can, is going to feel better about you doing this <laughs> is if we forget who you are. Yeah. If, if you keep showing us who you are. All we can picture is we can't imagine you being the one person in charge of all yeah. this. Can you imagine this guy has the big decision coming up about how we're going to walk this line of, you know, the economy versus people's health? Uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let him see you. Oh, my uh, goodness. Uh, Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? Now, this is when he pretty much still had his faculties. This is, this yeah. is the, now... Guys, every time I see him, and so he loses his teleprompter, right on this. Yeah, one. here's what he's got. He's he got he up. live streamed from a studio set up at, at his home uh, about the coronavirus uh, mm-hmm. pandemic, and given you know guidelines and what people should do. Of course, he quickly touched his face, despite the warnings not mm-hmm. to do We're so. All. It's impossible not to touch your face. No, I'm, it really. I'm, is. I'm getting where I'm touching it more, just so I can maybe 
I can stop doing. It. I have to be aware of it to stop doing. It. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So, um, so he's he's kind of moving along, and what we're going to play is the teleprompter apparently froze up or it wasn't acting right, and so he it was a train wreck. He lost his his thoughts and uh, basically said, "Let's just move on." Okay, uh, and here's how that happened: beef up the number of responders dealing with the crush these crusher cases. And, uh, and in addition to that, uh, in addition to that, we have to uh, make sure that we, uh, we are in a position that we are, well, let me, let me go to the second thing. I've spoken enough of that. The president must use the Defense Production <laughs> Act. Goes, but watch his right hand. I've spoken enough of that. He's saying, let's go, let's go, let's go, yeah. get it going. Keep my teleprompter <laughs> going. And in addition to that, uh, in addition to that, we have to, uh, make sure that we uh, we are in a position that we are. Well, let me let me go to the second thing. I've spoken enough of that. Yes, you have. I've spoken. I got to be honest. He, he, I mean, what else do you do if you're supposed to be reading something and it's not there? It's easy to pick on Joe, and I love this and hope we have more of it. Yeah. But but so you're voting. You've got a pretty good pretty yeah, well, good tape already. Uh, just so Hamzy's voting so. for Joe. That's it. That, you got that out of that comment. Well, but I would say this, Hamzy. I would hey. say I would say this. You and, got bumper and, stickers. And this is a guy that's <laughs> voting for Joe Biden. I was about to say, here's a guy that's been here's in politics. Guy. How long? 40 years? Uh, 78 years. Uh, yeah. Really, how long? I, I, it's I don't know. 40? At least 40. It's, it's, it's probably 45 50, 55. if it's a day. Yeah. 53. How many speeches is he given? Uh, 1,500 million. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> if I'm going to speak to what I would do if I was president in this time, I don't need a teleprompter. Well, I, no, I agree you know with what that. Mean? I agree if with it that. goes out, then I just say, look, let me tell you what we need to do. Yeah. Don't I know what we need to do? Yeah. Rick, right. <laughs> Ham's all, I don't know. Ham's also said that he don't see the big deal about Chuck Graham. I mean, a lot of people see wheels on chairs and they don't think about a guy being crazy. <laughs> 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 right, uh, what am I thinking? Two. Okay. <laughs> of, of all the things that he's done, can deal? anything beat Chuck Graham? No. Yeah, well, I don't think so. Rick, I think that's the gold standard and everything that, else or, orbits around that it. That and corn I just, pop. I don't, oh, like, I don't yeah. like to see y'all being so harsh on Joe. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, you ain't that. <laughs> I'm going to go that route now. Uh, yeah, sure. What is he, 80? Who? I, I should have gone better. I think he's 78 or something. He's, yeah, he's up there. 70, What's Trump is what? 75. He's 74. 74. Yeah. Yeah. I should have known better, hair. Rick, when I heard what he was giving he's Speedy seven. a hard time in the break. He's about, 77. Remember? Oh, yes. My, about a segment <laughs> oh. ago in the break. Well, when he, I should have known better not to well, say anything. He's got a toothpick in his mouth. Like I tried to warn Speedy Warren, Greg's got a toothpick. I know. That's on me. That's when you just need to down the ball. It's completely on me. I'm going to cut Joe some slack. I'm going to go back to this again. I know it's not time to do it, but we got to have some relief at some point. Where you just say, "I've right, been real serious, been real serious. This is really, really bad. Now let's talk about some like we're doing now." Mm-hmm. And so, since we've opened this door, and I realize he's got a lot on his plate—I uh, mean, a bunch—but Sherry and I had a discussion, and she says she thinks the odd coloration of of Trump, you know, his whole head, hair, facial Rick. colors, and everything—it all runs into just this bizarre combination of Rick, colors. What are you doing? And well, I mean, that doesn't mean he's doing anything bad. I'm just talking about his look. Sherry it. says. She said either he does what y'all did at y'all's house, a spray-on tan, mm-hmm. and they've covered his eyes, which leaves them white, mm-hmm. or he's getting in a tanning bed and putting those things on. Because you can tell he's tanned his face, but he's protected his eyes on either one of those. And his eyes just clearly show, like, you know, you you ever wore sunglasses the first time the sun comes out oh, yeah. and your face gets burnt, you take them off and you just wipe. Well, he looks like that all the time. That's my point. I give him that. It happened one time when he first came out and he saw it and went, ooh, look at that. It's, it's, it's every time. It's his look. It's all the time he looks that way. 
every single time you see them. So is it a spray on? Is it a tanning bed? It's obvious there's something going on there because no. what you, you have these weird hues that are on his cheeks yeah. and his forehead, it's and then and then guy. and then it gets really really white around his mm-hmm. eyes, and then mm-hmm. those hair colors, Rick those hair that. colors yeah. run so down. I don't hate Trump. No, I don't hate Trump. I, I do hate, I his, hate his. I'm hair. playing the role yeah. of Greg right now. How about now? this? I hate his hair. Can I be honest with you? I do hate his look. I think he looks very bizarre. Man, you know, but but I'm talking about. But so Greg then the, then the hair runs down with with hues of just stripes of red. Gray, yeah, blonde, something. It, it, swoop, it, it, I don't just know just that hole from the shoulders up look is just bizarre. It's a it strange Let me ask look, you guys. This because y'all saw it. What about in person? Is it that much more harder, or is it something about the camera? Because y'all saw him in person. I can't remember. I think, I think it's the. I think TV's worse, don't you? In yeah. person, it didn't jump out like that. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I think TV uh, magnifies it. Yeah, but I didn't. We didn't. We look at his mom, and she kind of yeah, got yeah. some crazy mm-hmm. hair. But do you so, think that, that eye way. thing is he is he is he spray tanning or is it a tanning I, bed? I don't know. He's clearly I, got something. I, going I don't on. have expertise in either one of those. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Greg's <laughs> the only one here that's had a spray tan. I did on air. But like at the party, I was orange. So. when you had the tanning party, they put stuff on their eyes, don't they? For going for their face. Uh, I, I don't know. Like they ever go for their face? I, I wasn't yeah. out there when they were doing this. It's probably a tanning bed, probably. But it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> that toothpick. Is Somebody out of gets a toothpick, and I mean now. Yeah, there's his there's his mom here. Uh... Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. To the people we go, 30 seconds of pop. Look at Eddie Van Adler. He's ready to take your phone calls right now. Stretch has got YouTube. He'll handle it. A long distance, directory assistance, Eric Hope 212. I say, hey, hey, mama, this is Mr. Rhythm and Blues. Somebody say, hello. So all the lines are available. 30 seconds of pop. We'll get a large number of people on right now. Lines are available if you move right now. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer will sound. Your time on the program will come to a close. We'll go to the next call. No meaningless shout-outs. No shameless plugs. No gender predictions. All those get an instant buzzer because it's really designed for comments, thoughts, questions, and rapid fire. Now, Bubba does have a timeout. So does Helms. So if they think they need to expand on your call, they can. As you're coming in, here's the story that Speedy was trying to get you and I to look at yesterday, and we didn't. Almost two-thirds of critically ill coronavirus patients are overweight. Yeah, and, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. And, and yeah. uh, two thirds. Yep. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good many. It's yeah. a lot. That's that's a bunch, right? Well, there. it says basically, uh, if you just cut to the real mm-hmm. nugget of the article, it <laughs> says that uh, they have trouble breathing because they're fat. Yep. It says that in the article. <laughs> yeah, that's the bottom line. That's Bubba filtering, right? Yeah. yeah. That's the bottom line right Just there. That's pretty much what it says. Greg, Greg Chubbalicious has a hard time getting a breath. Yeah. You know why? Because he's fat. He's under, yeah. he's under, and he's men twice as likely to get it than women. Well, of course. Yeah. You know, everything's out to kill Top men. A, you know, blood. Yeah. Well, we I'm that one. Everything. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm checking. I'm checking all the boxes right now. Now I keep hearing the blood type thing. Made they're not 100. Yeah, they sure. said that's 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 kind of still a myth mode, but they're looking. I, at I'll it. tell you, most all the numbers we got right now are rough, rough numbers. By the way, all the stuff that keeps coming out. Also, that thing came out about the ibuprofen, the Tylenol. You know yeah. what you can't find now? Tylenol. It's all gone. <laughs> Uh, Lori in Birmingham. Here we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Here we come for trolling, for trolling. Lori, 30 seconds. Go. Hey, I think Trump looks the way he does because he's using bronzer to make himself look healthier. 
and he's using concealer around his eyes because he's not sleeping and he's got dark circles. Well, you know, he's always had that look a little bit, but I will admit now it's more prominent than it's ever been. And going back, everybody asking, I forgot that we saw him in person, frankly. Uh, but you're right. It wasn't. It wasn't that prominent in person. Maybe it's the TV lights. I, I, I think uh, for TV, he, he does his own makeup too. Mm. He does his own. Yes. That's what I heard Hannity say. Oh wow, Christopher that explains a lot. It really but, does. but but in person, I like to say we've yeah. seen him twice. I didn't notice it. Did you? Mm. I mean, Boy, you can see it now on TV though. Wow. Mm. Uh, well, it's him, you know, him and his mom. You know yeah. how those lights are. <laughs> that is not her. That's, that's that woman in England that looks like Yeah, him. it looked like <laughs> Christopher in Tennessee. Christopher, <laughs> go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, how about Hey, bud, that picture looked like a big mama womp womp. Now, my question is on the other end, uh, with the stimulus bill, all right, they half of the Democrats are requesting that uh, there be solar panels be pay- placed in. What do you think on that? And then my second question is, do you believe that the higher risk um, people who are uh, able to contract the coronavirus, do you believe that they should be highly quarantined while everybody else just... Well, we, we kind of talked about that. First of all, the stimulus package, <clears throat> package should be about our current situation, period. Yeah, well, now, yeah. Th- this crisis has nothing to do with solar panels, mm-hmm. uh, the the efficiency of jet engines. Uh, it has nothing to do with Planned Parenthood. It now, has none of that stuff. Now, in the break, Helm said, you know, requiring the, the airlines to offset their carbon footprint is not a bad idea. You're, he he did. did. <laughs> Biden helps 2020. Yeah, mm-hmm. And as far as uh, the healthy people You're not going, a female. going back to work, we actually talked about this. I think our country has some very difficult decisions to make going forward on protection of, of your fellow citizen yeah. versus the complete annihilation and downfall of our economy into a full-blown depression. Yeah. That that's a tough balancing act, but it must be done. Well, Rick, I mean, I don't want to be, you know, Sally Sunshine here, but the numbers are already <laughs> worse than the depression. Okay, it's it's already worse. We only lost about 30% value back in the in that. So, but the key is it's it's more like a V. We hope it's going to be a V. But- and not a big U, or, or the worst case, a flat line. Well, as you and I talked about, here's your V, and the longer we go, the more yeah. that V starts to turn into, into, into a line. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, if, it, if you could turn around quick, everybody's going to go back to what they were doing. Right. But if, like you said, if it stretches out. Right. Mm-hmm. Hunter uh, in the great state of Alabama. Hunter, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, guys. Um, the, if I was Mitch McConnell or Donald Trump, mm. I would go out and say that the Democrats are the enemy of the people. Uh, with them not passing this bill and doing the right thing and trying to shove a bunch of garbage into it, um, I, this is just evil. I, I uh, think he is doing, doing that. Yeah. I think if you saw him, Mitch McConnell doesn't get real excited. He got about as livid as he's ever got on the Senate floor. That old goozle was just a swing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he yeah. got a goozle. And, and, and he here, here's, another, here's another example. The theater industry last week, you know, we always have the numbers about what they bring in and all this. For the first time in the history of our country, brought in zero, not one dollar. Wow. Well, I told you about the friend of mine. He has a business that needs $140,000 a month, and they usually make that with no trouble. He said last month we brought in $61. Hey, now. Mm. See, how do, you, how do you catch up from that if you have to go? Really, if you go a month, it's, it's going to take you seven, eight years. That's, that's why they're projecting this out. Yeah. They've, they've gone to people, the numbers guy said, look, if you give me a, a interest-free loan for seven years, I can make that up. 
you extend it out further than that, it's just it ain't gonna happen. They're gonna throw their hands up because there's recover. no way. Yeah, they're no all trying to, to find the uh, package. And, and if the government just gives you the money, guess what? <clears throat> what you have now is worth dramatically less. So you you crash the economy either way. Yep. Curtis, welcome to Rick Hand, and Bubba. Handouts can crash it too. Oh sure. Yeah. Thirty seconds. Go I, ahead. Hey. Monkey grass and green acres. Thanks for the bub. Yep. Go ahead. Hey boys, I am. Back in Coleman, I work out of state most of the year, and I love listening to you guys. And I just want y'all to—I just want to say y'all should have a station out on the coast of North Carolina. I'm out there most of the year, and I love just come home listening to y'all, and I don't get to hear y'all while I'm out there. Well, go, I love you guys. Thanks. Go to RickandBubba.com, and you'll see all the different ways to listen. You—you you could do the TuneIn app and solve that problem, yep. uh, and you—you you would never be without the show, no matter where you went. The podcast archives. You can listen to those anywhere, any place, anytime. Yep. Uh, so those options are available. YouTube channel, if uh, you know you're getting ready for to start your day, when you're out of the affiliates, you can you know throw that up in your hotel room on your computer and watch. So there's all sorts of ways to stream the show and have the show in its entirety anywhere, anytime. Uh, you're fortunate to live in those times. So. Go to rickandbubba.com, and, and if you don't know how to work all that, if I can do it, anybody can. Uh, bottom of the hour. It's time my mom listens to the show, too. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, we're rolling. Thanks for being with us. Hey. Well, uh, carshield.com, partnering with the Rick and Bubba show. And I know a lot of you, uh, like like us, you're trying to get um, you know the most out of your automobiles. And, you know, Bubba, one of the cool things is, you know, automobiles have come a long way. I mean, the quality of the automobiles, uh, especially the American-made automobiles, have really gotten better, and so the the longer the longevity of these automobiles are great, but warranties really haven't adjusted to that. Uh, mm-hmm. The manufacturer warranty has pretty much been what it's always been. Uh, so if you want to get an, a, an affordable protection plan on that older vehicle, you can do that by going to carshield.com. Uh, it can save you thousands for a covered repair, including computers, GPS, electronics, and more. You can choose your plan and also choose your favorite mechanic. Our dealership, as long as they're ASC certified, it's your choice. And then CarShield deals directly with them on a covered repair, and they'll pay them directly, and you get a rental car and 24-7 roadside assistance while you're under the protection plan known as CarShield. We love them. Find out uh, right now what they can do for you. Go to CarShield.com, uh, enter the code Bubba, get 10% off. Also, you can find them at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. Bubba, we have a, an anonymous caller that says – uh, that works in the medical field that kind of wanted to update us on uh, some things going on with the CDC. Uh, okay, you're on the show. Go ahead. Good morning. Hey, buddy. Hey. Uh, so just a couple of things I-, I wanted to let y'all and the listeners know about. So when all this first started, the CDC's basic guidelines were for healthcare workers to, at minimum, wear N95 respirator masks. Right. So nothing with the disease has changed, it's actually progressed, but the standards for PPE have decreased, not because of the illness, but because of the availability of PPE. Right. As, as ER nurses and doctors, we are now being told that 
N95 respirator mask is no longer required. Just a regular paper mask will be fine. And that we need, we only get one mask a day, and that mask needs to be worn with every single patient we see. A regular standard ER nurse might see 15 to 20 patients a day. Even if we're taking care of somebody that is COVID positive, we're told it's safe to wear that mask into another patient's room that doesn't have it. Yeah, you you would see where that would be yeah. uh, probably not the, the the most favorable situation. I thought we were clearly told that the the masks that are just the normal paper, all they really do is to keep you from touching your face. They do nothing to keep the disease. They're not sealed. I thought that's what we were told. That's that's pretty much true. And keep <laughs> this is something else. The PPE equipment is so low. Uh, that we're even being told that we it's okay for us to wear bandanas to work and just to wear the bandanas around our face. Yeah, I heard in, in New York yesterday they were talking about, the because of the shortage of masks, that uh, some of the nurses, n- nurses were wearing uh, bandanas that they would soak in water like you would if you cut grass almost or something. Pretty, pretty, that, that, that's pretty much true. And here's another issue. So somehow rumors get started that, Emergency rooms will not see you if you exhibit exhibit COVID symptoms. So the way you determine it when somebody first comes in is you've got a short questionnaire, and it's in two sections. You have to answer yes to so many of the top section and yes to so many of the bottom section. Okay, that kind of qualifies you as a potential COVID patient. Yes. Now, when that happens, you're immediately masked and kind of put in a separate area so you're not cross-infecting other patients. The issue is people are lying to us because they're they're afraid that if they exhibit COVID symptoms, we're going to turn them away. I see. So the first couple of checkpoints you get through to get into the emergency room, they're lying to us about their symptoms. And then when they get in front of a doctor, they're telling them the truth. The problem with that is... Now you haven't been isolated like you should have, right, and right. you've exposed everybody you've walked past to what you have. And this this is happening multiple times on a daily basis, and there's nothing we can really do about it. No, because there, there comes a point where you have to have human beings take responsibility for other people, and uh, human beings have, have always, since the fall, had a very difficult time with that. I mean, one of the you know, and and that that's unfortunate, but it but you know, uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought these things to our attention because maybe somebody that's thinking about doing that won't do it. Uh, the, also, the issue, the issue is we don't. There's not enough PPE to treat every single patient that walks into a hospital like they have COVID. That's what the screening questionnaire is for to be able to separate these people so we can isolate them from other people in the emergency room in the hospital that don't have these symptoms or is, is not a candidate for having COVID. But by not telling us the truth, you're exposing everybody. Yeah, and, and ha- hasn't everyone been told clearly from what I saw, the emergency room is not the entry point for COVID-19? Yeah, I thought you were supposed mm-hmm. to call your physician and then they would uh, you give you a drive-by and then you the, you would go from there, right? Well, there, there are drive-up COVID clinics everywhere, but the issue with the doctor's offices is – Patients are calling their doctor's office, telling them their symptoms, and the doctor's saying, well, those are COVID symptoms. Don't come to my office and expose yourself to my other patients. Go to the emergency room. Well, and the emergency rooms are being overwhelmed. 
Well, you know, uh, we, and like with the equipment, I know we had, uh, you know, we had the normal supplies. We had supplies for flu season. We had some strategic reserves that the Defense Department had. But we just, there was no way to store and be prepared for the millions of, of these that we needed. You know, tens of millions, I guess, in some cases, of uh, the so, gloves and all. And, and y'all are in a terrible situation, but I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I, so, I know they're, they're, they're having people come online to produce these, but you, it can't happen overnight. You know, these people got to retool. They got to, I know Haynes Underwear, the president has mentioned a couple of times, are going to be making these masks, but... It takes them days to get the the stuff in, and then get their procedure set up and their quality control, and then you got to get them uh, get them out to you guys. So it's, you know, this is uh, hey, it, it is the fog of war right now. Sadly, yep, it, it is. And believe it or not, most hospitals and agencies were prepared because there was tons of stuff left over from the Ebola scare that never really turned out to be that much. But the problem is, is, is that regulatory agencies, CMS and so forth, that come through the hospital, all of this stuff has expiration dates on it. Right. And if you get caught during an inspection with equipment that has expired, you get dinged and you get in trouble. So all of this stuff had to be discarded after the Ebola scare to where if we had kept it, it would have been plenty enough for everybody. Let me ask you this. How does a mask go out of date? Yeah. They're... they're, they're <clears throat> the, the all all the stuff that's put together and sealed together for the particular Ebola stuff had to have an expiration date. You kind of put it in little packets. But but back but to the mask the itself, I, I understand that. But why why would a is mask go out of, out of date? date? No, is it actually out of date? No, but so, so they're just going still... they're going overboard with their protection of this kind of stuff, and maybe. Maybe some of that needs to be loosened up a little bit so we can keep a bigger supply. I agree 100% because everything else is being loosened up. Yeah. I mean, everything goes out of date. I've got that, even medicine. Uh, But some medicine, when they go out of date, they just get weaker. They're not bad. It doesn't hurt you to take it. It's just not as strong as it was. Right. So, you know, a lot of that needs to be looked at. Yeah. No doubt. Because this PPE stuff goes out of date does not mean it's not effective. Yeah, I mean, a PPE, you're talking about a, a coverall, basically, that you would wear. I mean, what, why is that out of date at all? <laughs> I don't understand mm. that. Exactly. There's I mean, no I, at some point, I guess it would get holes in it, but that's, you know, I've had pants for 20, 25 years before they got holes in it. Well, here's an idea. If, if, <laughs> if, if you want to use And a, they were under a lot of duress. If you want to use a coverall or a mask that has a hole in it, then you go, well, that one right there didn't make it. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. the ones that yeah. are still intact. Yeah, I discard mean, it at that point. Yeah, yeah I, that didn't make any sense. So, there you go. Well, we tried, and I understand what you're trying to do. They're trying to have a real high standard yeah, sure. for that, and that's fine. But it, it hurts you when you need mass quantity. That's why the FDA had to approve the people who were going to be making the mask and lower their standards because they were not certified in their plant to build it. Right. See, it's all, it's all red tape, red tape, red tape. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Come on with it. All right, so a lot going on during the quarantines. We've discussed some big issues, and we're going to get to some more of your phone calls 
and one of them, one of the phone calls will tie into what I'm talking about now. Uh, there at themanchurch.com, obviously we we had kicked that off right before all this hit, and uh, the events that we're going to be doing those have all been postponed. Hopefully, you'll see those start coming back mid to, to late summer and. Uh, and then, of course, uh, into the rest of the year. But um, in the meantime, the beautiful thing, uh, we, we did set up a, a hub for all kinds of resources uh, for you to enjoy. And a lot of times you're like, well, I'd love to go check out those devotionals y'all had. Or I've, I've had my How to Be a Man uh, devotional, the first one or the second one, and meant to get around to it. Well, now I'm starting to hear from a lot of you. You're actually reading it now. Uh, if you've never gotten that devotional, we have those available at themanchurch.com. If you use the promo code GROW, G-R-O-W, get 10% off. And we've also set up the 10% off if you want to go to the Pursuit curriculum. Uh, you can go there and buy the 40-week the curriculum. You can break it out and buy it in individual five-week increments. And each five-week increment talks about a different characteristic that should be found in the, in the man of God uh, and the person of Jesus and the teachings of the Bible. So you can go do that, and you get 10% off either one of those right now by using the promo code GROW. And don't forget, coming up tomorrow, a YM360, which is also our partner, they deal with youth, youth ministry. They'll once again this week do youthgroupathome.com, youthgroupathome.com, and that'll be an entire uh, Wednesday night uh, message and uh, study guides for you, Dad and Mom, to go over with your children there in your home. So remember those as well. And that ties in to Evan's question out of Coleman, listening on 104.7 WZZK. Evan, go ahead. How y'all doing this morning? We're good, man. How you doing? Uh, good. I have a question. How, what have y'all been binge-watching? Because I'm bored of what I've been watching. I just got done watching uh, Jericho. So I was just wondering what y'all are watching. So here's some things to think about. First of all, The Chosen is the only thing I've really binge-watched, meaning the all episodes. It's an app. Uh, you, you, you Google The Chosen, uh, and it's free, and they give you an opportunity. You can pass it along to other people. You'll have to mirror it on mm-hmm. your TV or computer, or Helmsley found another way through Roku to use it. But Pure Flix. Yeah, Pure Flix. He's a Pure, Pure Flix. Flix is a good one. But The Chosen, uh, rickandbubba.com, we've got piles of stuff you can binge uh, there on our YouTube channel. How about this? The DVD, we that we ain't never been nowhere to. You can get that at rickandbubba.com, take that DVD, and you can watch the 20-year tour when we all did live concert format uh, right there live on stage. If you never got that, that's something good to watch mm-hmm. while we're away. Yeah, yeah, I haven't really binged watched anything. I do want to see The Chosen. I've got that on my list. Fantastic. Uh, the closest thing we would have had to that was maybe we watched some old Saturday Night Lives with the kids to educate them on comedy back mm-hmm. in, in our day, yep. back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's pretty funny, and you realize how far political correctness has come very quickly. Wow, yeah. Uh, but I've spent a lot of time on the ham radio trying to hear what's going on in some of these other countries firsthand. So yeah. it's it's very interesting right now. You know, we have been watching um, and have caught up with Blacklist on NBC. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that at all? I did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I loved it, but I, I lost it years ago yeah well, and, so did I. and i've been that's one i would like to catch up yeah on. everything yeah. but the last season is on netflix it's like seven seasons mm-hmm. or six or seven i don't know uh and i have i'm not i love movies but i don't get to watch a lot of them so we have caught up on three 1917 good movie midway and richard jewell um, uh, I've watched those three and then we come and go, uh, pandemic on Netflix. <laughs> That'll scare you half to death. It's about a 10 episode, a docu series about 
pandemics and and the the folks and the scientists that and the doctors worldwide that try to stay ahead of this stuff that'll scare you half to death what was that when we watched that movie that we had years ago we we made jokes about on the air outbreak, outbreak. outbreak. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah there's oh, that yeah. Need, talking about when you needed off to come to rick and bubba event yeah and there's oh, one yeah. i've never yeah. watched because i'm not going to now called contagioned yeah, yeah. Oh, I heard that's yeah. Scary. i'm staying away yeah. from all this I, stuff. I, there's I, also a show on netflix called containment mm-hmm. which is it's basically in atlanta um and it's it's made up, but it's scary. It'll yeah, scare it's very death. scary. I just finished that one. Might ought to rewatch the Hunger Games. Now it's nothing <laughs> like. Now I don't want you to think it's like Walking Dead kind of thing. No. This is actually mm. a virus breaks out. Now the the symptoms are are much different than what people are dealing with with Corona. But this is the kind of it's almost real life of what's going on now. Mm-hmm. Outside t- of the symptoms, can I tell you one of the things you're watching too? Is you get things to watch and hope we hopefully we're giving you some good ideas, but. Um, now, you know, the sports people, we, we literally had a video game NASCAR race this past weekend. Mm-hmm. That literally happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now people are coming up with things, and they're showing a lot of the 30 for 30s, which I love a 30 oh, for 30. Oh, yeah. 30 for 30 is another good idea. Yeah, they're good. If you're a sports fan. And I watched the one about the 1985 Chicago Bears. Okay. And, Bubba, I'm, I'm not making this up. And I, know, I know there's been some issues with best of shows, okay? They literally bleep out the word midget. Right. They bleep it out because right. they were referring to when when uh, Doug Flutie was thrown to them when they were fourteen and two, and right. the guy for the Packers just mm-hmm. slams Jim McMahon after the play's over. I mean, Rick, he he's right. going back to the huddle and right. he slams yeah. it yeah. And, and and kills. And it, it and starts kills. almost a melee on the field. Do, do you? I didn't. He'd I be for, kicked out of the league today doing oh, that. Yeah. Oh, he'd never play again. Yeah. I forgot mm-hmm. that the Bears were fourteen and two. In the second year after the Super Bowl, yeah. 86. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to get there again, and they lose McMahon. And instead of going with the backups, for some reason, Dick goes and gets Doug Flutie. And, of course, they get hammered. And so they kept referring to him as that M word, and they bleep it out now. I'm like you would bleep out a cuss word or something. I'm not making this up. I watched saw it with my own eyes. Some of the cuss words, heard, they're not bleeping out, but they're bleeping out that. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want you to know, see, I didn't realize that it had gotten to that place. I didn't either. I'll make a note to myself. Well, again, though, Greg, we got, we got some wrestlers in Boaz that got a problem. That's right. They're going to have to have I, I noticed something. It's true. I noticed something in uh, the last few days that, that we play in all these old games and all this, and I, I'm not a big fan of that because I know the end result. But I got to tell you, there was a – and I told you this yesterday. I don't know, at some point over the weekend, they were replaying a North Carolina Duke basketball game from like 2014, and I didn't know who won. So I was dialed in. I was pretending like it was going on live. Yeah, I got, well, that's excited. What you have to I do. got excited about it. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, who who you can pull? You going for Duke? Okay, let's go Duke. And I got excited and was actually pulling for a game that happened five years ago. But I, I didn't know the outcome. I I went back that to helps. I went back just trying and started playing NC, NCAA the last version before they took it away from us mm-hmm. on on, on video game. game. I, I mean, all I had to do. I got to find something to do. Mm-hmm. And so you know the stuff they do in there. It's it. Some of it sounds so realistic. Sherry thinks I'm watching a game. She's in the other room, yeah. and and she hears me me going, "Hey, we can't do that. I mean, we mm-hmm. can't do that." And all this, and she's like, walks in and she looks. She goes, "Are you playing a video game?" And I said, "She goes, I thought you were watching a real game." 
She goes, I could hear the announcers talking about stuff and everything. I was like, no, nah, it's just a video game. She goes, well, wh- what are you saying we can't do that? I said, well, we just fumbled the ball. We can't do that. You've talked to your quarterback. I said, that's on the list of things that can't, can't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you got to get rid of it or do something. I mean, you can't just sit there and take that hit. Mm. But anyway, so um, uh, that that's, you know, we're all, we're all finding different things to do. Uh, uh, Brian. You know, I took up a little gardening on the side. Uh, sure. Yep. Might need that. Betty wants to put up Christmas decorations. Yeah. I, wow. yeah. I wanted to go to the farm, but it won't stop raining. <laughs> yeah. Brian and Coleman. Brian, go ahead. Brian. Hey, guys. Y'all remember that, uh, that guy that uh, called in from Coleman, Joe, and he talked about binging on Bubba? Binging on Bubba. Yeah. He, he called in and said something about binging on Bubba as a new Best of CD title or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, I did. Uh, it, but now. But, and now I'm thinking, I was like, dang, he was. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and he drops it on Bubba. Yeah, now that may be the name of the city this year, Benjamin on Rick and Bubba. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's. Uh, I don't remember that call. Yeah, <laughs> I don't either. It's I think something I got about it. They, <laughs> Greg, at one time, like I had a flint rock, it sparked. Yeah. But, yeah. but, 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 <laughs> but I never could get to hit again. I thought I was patient zero. It went out. It really went out. So it ain't just me. You remember that time? Hey, Greg. Try <laughs> <laughs> to get that fire going. Hang on, hang on. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness. Faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again. To give the people what they really want to hear. And not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Seven and a half minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, the gang is all here, including uh, Stretch Armstrong, our Rick and Bubba University student, earning his degree in common sense at now a superpower. And so we make our way back. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, Bill Bubba Bussey. There he is. Rick, glad to be here. What an honor and a privilege to be working our way through this pandemic with you. That's right. 
right, so to the phones we go. We'll start this hour. We Now, let me set this back up because you might have missed the caller last hour. Person was a nurse. Uh, they remained anonymous and said one of the problems with a shortage of the, the stuff the medical teams need, the, the mask and the coveralls and all this, is that we had uh, leftover stuff from the Ebola uh, uh, pandemic, uh, and we didn't we ended up having to use much of it. And they said, but they put a date on this stuff, including the mask, so you had to throw them all out. And he, he said if we were able to have kept the mask from that situation – we would be all right. And so we asked the question, why do masks have an expiration date if they're not damaged in any way? And so Dan in Alabama says he knows. Uh, Dan, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Uh, the N95 mask, uh, it is a multi-layered material that is used, mm-hmm. uh, and it is coated uh, that, that causes that material to close all the pores. Uh, that's why I'm, you know, most, uh, employ- by OSHA standards, you know, employers that, uh, if you work in a field that requires that, you have to have a lung function test and pass that test to be able to wear, be medically fit to wear that mask because it takes a positive air pressure to actually suck oxygen through that mask. Uh, if you've ever worn one of those masks, it's not real easy to breathe in mm. because of that factor. Uh, after about a year, um, the chemicals on that mask start to degrade. Mm-hmm. Uh, once it's opened out of plastic uh, it, and oxygen hits that, you're dead, you're, the chemicals <laughs> start to degrade over yeah. time. Yeah. And after about a year or two, that mask is, is um, it, ineffective. Yeah, it's not an N95 anymore. It's just a piece of paper. We got, yeah. well, that, look, a good explanation. But what, if it's, what if it stayed in the plastic? Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. What if it stayed in the plastic? Um, it, it's good for several more years. I know in uh, working working in the oil field, um, we were we were taught to uh, put them in in, in Ziploc bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time you got through with one, uh, you put it back in the Ziploc bag there, uh, and it would it would pr- protect it for a longer shelf life period of time. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sense. sure what what the, the so it's the coating time length would be. Yeah, yeah the, but the, the bottom line is the coating. Yeah, the yeah. thing that's holding it together in? and making it an N95 will de- degrade over time. Well, this is Good. Tom Landry, uh, but you're listening to the Rick, Rick mm-hmm. and Bucket show. No, okay. so, Makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Fatso. Good answer. Fatso says he's part of the whole <laughs> keeping the food coming. That's it. So, Fatso, what's going on? Hey, I'm a Christian. You hear me? I've been driving, hauling groceries for the same company for the last 23 years. And y'all remember the Y2K scare? Well, this is this is totally different. All the uh, distribution centers are really, really low. We've got grocery store managers that are ordering. You can put 45,000 pounds on a truckload of all types of, you know, everything goes in the grocery store. And they, they're all ordering 45,000 pounds, and, you know, they're lucky to get 25 or 30. There's so many out of stocks. Mm. And uh, what's a concern right now is at the first of the month, the food stamps come out, and if, if people start seeing the food stamp folks rushing the grocery stores, everybody's going to join in. And if that happens, there's not going to be any groceries in, in, in May because the suppliers can't, they can't bottle and package the stuff fast enough you know, it's a slow go now, and we're already running short on the items. I mean, you go to the store and see what it is, but what they're out of. But if it's a run at the first of the month, like a lot of these folks are, 
you know, concerned about it's going to be bad in May, in May and June. It really will. So you're and saying they, that, that, that the first of the month there's a normal run because of food stamps. People shouldn't see that as a panic. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it, yes, sir. I mean, you know, folks need to advertise that. Don't panic. Go to the store every week and get what you need and do your normal life. But if they rush these stores the first of April, I'm telling y'all, it's going to be bad. I mean, a, a lot of folks are talking about it. And, and, and you know, that's the normal time the food stamps come out is the first of the month through the uh, 20th. And they see all these folks rushing and joining in. It's going to it's gonna be bad in May and June. Yeah. Because, like I, I said. If everybody would just stay know, level-headed, as you mm-hmm. said, and go and, and you practice the social distancing, get what you need, come back, and everybody wouldn't hoard and put things up more than you're ever going to to need, then everybody you know can keep moving, and we can keep up with the demand and keep the supply coming. And that way, no, we never run out. But if you go and hoard, you're going to cause more panic. And just like what happened with the toilet paper, they said one of the reasons that happened is they were already doing away with the normal, regular double roll and going to go mega rolls only, uh, or the double and the mega, they, the standard one they were, they were taking out. So they slowed down production to sell off all those standard rolls within this hit. And they got caught in a, in a production issue that they're still trying to catch up from. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if everybody will just calm down and, and use just common sense, I know which is a superpower now, uh, the supply can keep up with demand. But when you go out and panic and hoard, you're, you're going to cause issues for people uh, unnecessarily. So let's, let's just be calm. Uh, you know, we're, we're doing, we're, you know, we're, we're certainly using stuff that we have with deer meat and, and all of that. And, you know, we're supplemented into the other stuff cause you get kind of tired of eating the same old thing. Uh, so we'll make a grocery run on our normal schedule and get the basic things that we need. And, and that's the way to do it. Uh, and I know they're starting to force you to only buy so much that will help. We may have right. to, right. Mm-hmm. if not limit, limit how many ne- never assume that people can police themselves. Yeah. yeah that's a mistake. Uh, that. Can't have nothing. No, no I mean, cause, but if we run out, I mean, you know, we got then, don't you agree? Uh Oh, that's right. Back we saw man. Oh, country boy. He's ready. The preacher man says it's the end of time. And the Mississippi River, she's wrong and dry. Fair, Paul. Is and the stock market's down, and you're gonna get mugged if you go downtown. Well, this song has really come back, and it's got the lyrics now. Again, yeah, uh, yeah. And this is what you're gonna have. I live back in the woods, you see. A woman and the kids, and the dogs, and me. I got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four wheel drive, and a country boy can survive. Headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, Mr. Yes. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Exactly. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Enough, I get the point. <laughs> Too many things these old boys can't do. <laughs> a great speech. Good old That's one of my favorite movie speeches, by the way. <laughs> it really is. It, you can make that speech now. Yeah. No. And uh, 16 minutes past the hour. We've got to go through some interesting things here on the old Rick and Bubba show throughout, throughout history, haven't we? 
Remember, we'll start doing that. Hey, y'all remember the pandemic? Yeah. Yeah, that'll replace. Remember 9-11? That's right. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. 21 minutes past the hour. Spending time chatting with you, enjoying it. We're coming up with some great questions today and comments as we roll through this historic time. Uh, and of course, it is. Uh, there's been a lot of things we've had to overcome as a world and as a country, and here we are at another one, and we're trying to be calm, steady, hopeful, but but truthful. John in Louisiana has a question. John, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today? Hey guys, good morning. Hey, I uh, just wanted to ask, and, and you guys may have already spoke of this because I watch on YouTube and I, I typically run behind. Could Trump issue an executive order uh, for his stimulus package to keep the Democrats out of it? No, I, I don't think so. We're we're not constitutional lawyers, but uh, for for a, as a matter of fact, any spending bill I thought had to begin in the House of Representatives first. I thought that's where it had to start, but. All three will have to sign off on it for it to become law. That would be the House, the Senate, and the President. And, okay. and right. I, yeah, I just saw something a minute ago that said the Senate is inching closer mm-hmm. to passing the bill. And like I said, I know we had a, a Democrat out of Alabama, which it, it pains me to put those two words together, um, who, who said even he couldn't go along with the Democratic Party anymore because it was becoming nauseating how political this was getting. and he's oh, now, yeah. They're going to do everything they can to muddy it down. And he's now voted for the bill. Uh, I so, tell you what Trump could do. Trump could say, and he's got his little, you know, his little uh, uh, cup full of pencils of things he can do, and he might say, get this done or I'm going to do this. That would be the only leverage he would have. Uh, bully pulpit where he gets up there and cries that the demos are bogging it down. He's pretty much already doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but for instance, and I don't even know what it would take for that to be, but let's just say that Trump calls him up and says, Hey guys, if we can't get this done, we're going to be in such a bad shape. We're going to have so many people out of work. The, the virus is going to be advancing so far. No way we go to the polls in November. So I'm going to cancel that election and put it off oh, until this date. <laughs> and they might go, i tell you what, let's get this through. Let's get yeah, and, they, they'd love that, mm-hmm. wouldn't they? Well, I'm just saying that yeah. might be something he could do. I don't even know. I'm, I'm strictly yeah. guessing yeah. here. But I think that kind of, this is what I can do to make your life more miserable if you don't get that done, is his only option on this. Yeah, and, but, and again, John, uh, just word of caution, you know, our founding fathers set up a limiting government. Now, we've, we've blown through that pretty hard. But you have Absolutely. to be you have to be real real careful on wanting the president to become a king, even in a moment of fear and anxiety. And it's a president that you support, because if you allow those things to happen, then one day down the road when we're all sitting around going, well, there's no pandemic anymore, and a Democrat is sitting there as the president, and we've got a bill that we're trying to get through, and and uh, and we're we're stopping it because we think it will be horrible for the country and the Republicans are stopping it. And all of a sudden he goes, Oh, you remember that time Trump just overruled everybody and got yeah, his, sti- right. and got his stimulus packet through. Well, I have that power now too. And I'm going to overrule this one. And then we create Kings. 
And kings, yeah. kings, are, we don't want kings. Now, yeah. even if we have to suffer a little bit, you don't want to let your liberty and your limiting government to be completely overrun in a time of fear. And, and another example, yeah. uh, you may remember FDR trying to get the New Deal through. Well, right. the New Deal, really, even though the country needed something done, a lot of it was illegal. It, it, it flew against the Constitution. Yep. Yep. And the Supreme Court was blocking him on it. And he basically said, I'm fixing to add seats or take seats away uh, until I get a balance in there or pack the court, which is called now, um, until I get the vote I want. And they, he never did it, but he threatened to do it, and they went along with it. Yeah, if you go back, Woodrow Wilson and FDR played the largest role in destroying our Constitution and giving us the big government we have today. And um, was it needed? Did it have to be done? Some people would argue yes. Some would say no. Some would say they only made it last longer, that it naturally would have gone away. So just depends on whose history you want to believe. And and there is one line of thinking, and I certainly don't know the answer to this, and I know the medical field. So when the, here's the things that should have never been politicized. The Supreme Court, uh, you know, and now uh, the media, and now medicine. Now, now the medical field is becoming politicized. This this World Health Organization. Oh yeah, well they're yeah. they're far left. They always have. Good yeah. you, you I mean you got to you got to watch this and and uh, and you know trying to get real information. But you know there is one line of thinking which goes back to what you and I were talking about, and all of us here were talking about is this tough decision coming up. It it, it would we even solve the problem of the virus sooner, and uh, if we said the healthy go back to work, we try to protect the at-risk. High-risk, stay-at-home hotspots, lock them down. And let and yeah. let the healthy go ahead and get out there and catch it and pass it around, then become immune to it if it acts the way the other viruses have. Right. And that's still an if, but we think it does. Right. And uh, we're about to now have a it, test. We can it, find it's out. A, it's an interesting line of thinking, Rick. And, sure. you know, and, and then especially – now, I, I 100% am for that if we can get this malaria drug combined with this z pack To hold it if you check. If you yeah. can say to a person, you just got it, take this for six days and you're done, mm-hmm. we'd be better off to go back to, to our lives. Uh, we'd be much better off uh, because then the economy could come back alive and it'd be like any flu we ever had. Right. You know, I mean, so far this thing has not killed as many people as our normal flu and pneumonia every year. Now, at the it, end, it, it has the potential. Yeah, That's certainly, the problem, certainly right? it does. Right. But the difference in it is we don't have a way to treat it, and we don't know what to do with you yet. Once we answer that question, then I, I, I think this quarantine thing's got to stop. And and think about this too. We're going to see a spike in other things because our preventative things that we do, the uh, colonostomies, the the other type of screenings that we do, a lot of that's been put on hold. So you're going to see those spike up too. I mean, it's just. The way yeah. it is, it's just the numbers of it all, you know. Yeah, so because that stuff's not being done right now, in a lot right. of places. But uh, the so we're we're going we've got a lot of decisions to make over the next few weeks that are important, and no one knows. There's you know I can't just come over and say, well, give me give me all your numbers and I'll put in a formula here mm-hmm. and print out how long you should continue to quarantine and when when you should open up uh, the the economy again and put people back out there in their jobs and everybody start gathering again. This. Uh, that we will probably be the people that will teach people how to handle it going forward, mm-hmm. because I'm, this won't be the the last time something like this comes along. No, and uh, and so we're we're gonna we're the people right now. They're developing. What do you do and what do you not do? 
But somebody and, has and, to do. and what changes you make going forward to try to limit this in the future. There's only so much you can do anyway, but sure. you at least want to have a fighting chance. Bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. It is 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. As we make our way back, we'll chat with you as well. How'd you sleep last night? You okay? Well, if you have a Casper mattress, you certainly did. Uh, go to casper.com slash Bubba. These, these mattresses... Uh, are the most comfortable mattresses that you've ever slept on. They ship right to your door. So you, you don't have to go out and get a mattress. You can actually have it sent right to your door. You can sleep on it for up to 100 nights to see if you want to keep it. And, and don't forget, right now, they're give, they're saving, letting you save up to 20% off on, on the mattress of your dreams. And this is going to go on uh, through uh, this Sunday, March the 29th, 2020. Uh, which is also the day that we recognize those who fought uh, in the Vietnam War, by the way, coming up this uh, this Sunday on the 29th. Uh, but anyway, so March the 29th will also be the cutoff on this deal. So 20% off on the Casper mattresses using the promo code Bubba at Casper.com slash Bubba. Use that URL, Casper.com slash Bubba, 20% off. Have it sent directly to your home and get the sleep that you desperately need. Uh, and, and that's also, uh, as I said, the sponsors button too. So some of the other things that are going on, Bubba, in Denver, uh, some of the things they've tried to figure out, undoubtedly the mayor, Michael Hancock had announced liquor stores and recreational marijuana dispensaries would be, would close across the city in an attempt to slow the spread of COVID-19. His office received so much backlash, they reversed course. Yeah, he says they didn't have those type businesses listed as being essential. So when they order a lockdown, they go, you know, they're closed. And But uh, after he had quite a gathering on it, and I think maybe feared for his life, he yes. decided to change that, which may give us a good idea how to handle Congress. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, um, that's, that's we the people right there. Right. Well, even when we played that line from Ghostbusters about, you know, end of time, Old Testament, Whatever the last thing they tell the mayor is, these are millions of people who can vote for you that you need to save. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so um, that, I, that's when he really got excited yeah, about it. I don't. I don't know about uh, the whole. I know people are saying, well, we need some of this marijuana because of our medical situation and all that. Of course, we know most of those people that they really want it to help just need to get high. But mm-hmm. uh, because now this is a dispensary that doesn't, you know, doesn't you don't have to be using it for medical reasons. But I'm still trying to figure out why the liquor store became an essential. Well, I, I think uh, in some cases that may speak for itself. Yeah, uh, I'm starting Rick, to see uh, it at my house. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, we had a question earlier about the number of military folks who had been infected. They just updated those numbers across all of our military, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, Coast Guard. We currently have 174 cases, which from a numeric standpoint is very low. Yeah, I told you we had uh, – um, 
uh, a buddy of one of the boys that's headed off to basic training to be in the uh, the Naval National Guard, and uh, he said, undoubtedly, we're not worried about social distancing at, at boot camp because uh, they're, they're, they're going to have it and, and all that. So uh, more questions coming up, and maybe they are making some adjustments. They probably are. Uh, let's go to Jay in Oxford. Jay, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Hey, Biggins, how's it going? Good, good, good. 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 Look, I got two questions. One of them is: Does uh, rubbing alcohol does it expire? Could we stock up for the next pandemic? Yes, it does. I saw your question and I looked it up online, and it does expire. And uh, it all depends on the manufacturer. Uh, d- different ones expire at different times, so it would be on the label. But yes, it does. Cody and Prattville. Cody, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Uh, hey guys, uh, so I had a question, and um, about so this this can kind of become like a touchy subject. As for you, Mary guys, know what I'm talking about. My wife is um, she's always talking about how she wants to like lose weight and stuff. And I hear hear you guys talking about calatrin. And just in case she's listening, uh, let me make myself clear she she's not overweight at all. But no, you know how no, you know it's not. But but it's it's almost like if I was to get the the calatrin, that almost you know it's mm. kind of a slippery slope. It almost be like buying a oh, gym membership. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know what you're well, about. here's what you do, and this Bye. is this is good. This is this is going to work. <laughs> Let her know that you, and this is true. Uh, there are a lot of people that use calatrin for the other benefits. Yeah, energy. Uh, and- that you know it, it can help a little bit with your joints uh, because you yeah. know th- this this collagen protein is good in our body. As we get older, we can't produce it like we once did. It's good to be producing the collagen protein for lean muscle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's some people say it's helped them, help them sleep a little better, and that's what you're getting it for. Uh, you know, if she right. says, "Well, doesn't this also work with your metabolism?" Say, "I, I guess I don't know, but but I, I know it has all these other things." And and I heard Rick and Bubba and, and Greg talking about it, huh. and uh, Bubba's and, right, and, yeah. and 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 so and you just say you're and you're also going to take it too. You say, huh. "I got it for both of us." I would even do this, Rick. What if you get it for you and say, I'm going to take it for this. Would you like to try it? There you go. Yeah. That's even Come better. alongside me in this journey. Yeah, I got I, I got mm-hmm. a bottle for me, and I've got an extra bottle. I, I'll just use it when this runs out unless you want to start using That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to try it. Yeah. So, yeah, but, yeah. she Yeah, that, that you do not, you do not, no way, no how, Mm-mm. come in and Ooh. say, hey, I got this because no. this might help you drop a few. You do not. No. <laughs> no. I'd be like getting her a Peloton. No, 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 no. <laughs> Mm-mm. That's why I told y'all. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, you, you got it for yeah. yourself. Yeah. You, you got it for yourself. You just yeah. happen to have an extra bottle if she yeah. wants to join. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do this. Uh, you may have seen it or heard about it, mm-hmm. and it, you know. But it, the weight is never even brought up. Toploss.com. If she mm-hmm. even says, "Well, now is that that thing they talk about losing weight?" Say, so I, I, well, I, I heard. I them think talk. I think it might help with that, but I'm looking for yeah. energy and other. Say, I, I mean, that might be another benefit for me. You say you don't even talk about her, you know, and you and you and you say, you know. And um, well, I'm glad that I'm glad that computer screen was where it was. Just, yeah. Yeah. I know. So, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited over there. <laughs> watch, watch out! And but uh, that's I'm the way that, that's the way you approach that. Dogs and cats living together. Right. Uh, anonymous, Clanton, Alabama. A lot of anonymous today. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anon. Well, if you see some of the questions, you'll know why. Yeah. Yeah, well, I had to say anonymous. For um, I'm just wondering, do y'all know if the state stores are open? Did you? I heard y'all talking about it, and I was just wondering 
Did you hear if they're going to be open you, ABC stores? Well, the liquor stores? Is that what you You're mean? talking about the ABC state-run yeah. liquor stores. Yes. I think they were doing curb yeah. pickup last I heard. Yeah, I, I'm Baptist, so I, I, I didn't even know those existed. <clears throat> huh? When's yeah, the last time you had a bump? Yeah. Are you, you need but. a bump? When's the last time you've had a bump? Uh, I sure do. Yeah, I need a bump. <laughs> yes, there sure. it is. There's I some honesty. It Friday, and I like the, you know the buttery nipples. So, I need excuse me. I hope you stocked up on butterscotch. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see what the, you see what the pandemic's <laughs> yeah. doing. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, I know that there's oh, well, yeah. that, there's actually been some distillery. If you're be locked up in the house and family, you you need your bump, right? Well, <laughs> you need that, your bump. That's what I hear. I, my family's yeah. been a joyful experience. Yeah. So I, I don't. I, know. I haven't yeah. felt that way at Mine all. Too. Yes. Mine too. So I uh, I know that some of the distilleries are actually all kidding aside. They're working with the hand sanitizer because they have all that ethanol, and they're starting to make hand sanitizer. Yeah. So yeah. I believe they are closed. I'm looking right here. Yeah, they, they may be closed. COVID-19 store closures, and it's got a bunch of them listed. Yeah. Mm. Uh, does it have the yeah. state stores, ABC state Yeah, that's stores? all of them. But is that your favorites? Yeah. yeah. They're, 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 <laughs> where are you at on the buttery nipple, Greg? <laughs> you know, I've never experienced the old uh-huh. buttery nipple. Oh, oh well, it's I just being talked about, that, right? Greg. <laughs> Is that? A, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I by the way, you right on the camera. I, you couldn't have been I more on the camera. I can make you down at uh, Rick's place at the farm and fix you up on the buttery nipple. <laughs> no, that's okay. Thank you. Thank you, but no, I'm good. No, that's probably not. No, as a matter of fact, I just turned the security system on there again. But it looks like the stores are closed. I think we've got a record though for one. One phone segment for it being said that many times. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, sadly, it had to break a record for more. But uh, I didn't realize there's this many stores in the state. Wow, there's a lot of them. Yeah, Greg, that's a lot of buttery nipples. Yeah, there it is. Four times. Four times. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what she's talking about. That's a drink, evidently. I don't, I don't need. I hope it. I hope it's a drink. <laughs> yeah, it's a good. Point. Otherwise, good. Point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of names of, of of drinks like that that i want to be on shouldn't. record when i was saying it i was hoping it was a drink okay but yeah you know no i, I think you know it, it's still incredibly uncomfortable and it, is. It, and it will produce it email but there's yeah. uh, bad sure. news speedy the sure. helena store is closed mm-hmm. thank you buddy Appreciate my wife that. is a lactation consultant how about that? Different thing. Yeah, it is. yeah totally, totally, totally different. different. But totally. Now, I tell you one thing: if, if, if one this, goes through a shot glass, I was about to say though. Look, hey, if this, <laughs> if this woman drink, if these women drink enough of those, then they'll see your wife. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's kind of like you know, one leads to the other. Uh, Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. As we make our way back. Bubba, there's a lot to cover, and if you want to go ahead and do this, I guess we can. Uh, you know, it's uh, we've got um, we got somebody somebody wanting a baby prediction. I hadn't done one in a while. I have a feeling nine months from now we're going to be doing a lot of them. Yeah, there's going to be a birth boom that comes from this. 
there, there's no doubt about that. If, uh, you, if you think snow days and, and snow geddings and all that produced a lot, wait mm. to wait till you have this. All right, so we started the social distancing and everybody <laughs> rented their home when? When was that? Well, officially it was a week ago, about nine, eight or nine days So the month ago. of March. Yeah. Right, so well, mid-March. Yeah. So March is the third. So nine months from now is a bunch of babies in December, a bunch of Christmas babies coming. We will, we will mm-hmm. have – so everybody look for babies galore mm-hmm. coming up in Christmas of 2020. We'll see how long this goes on. I mean, babies, babies, babies. <laughs> There'll be tons of them. <laughs> uh, so uh, we have somebody. You know, Adler and his wife are expecting their first coming up in April. How about that? And uh, he'll be quarantined here shortly and, yep. uh, and be headed home to her because uh, it's, it's due mid, uh, mid-April. Yeah. Here we yep. go. Uh, so this is uh, Laura. Laura, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Good, how are you? Great. Good. All right, so Laura, um, we're going to need to ask the, the father of the child some questions. Uh, I mean, we're going to ask you questions about the father of the child. Uh, so okay. are, are you, are you? oh, is, is that say 12 weeks? Yeah, how far along are oh. you? 12 weeks. Oh. Well, what is oh. that in months? That's three months, right? Yeah, that's only three months. Yeah, we yes. we really Laura. need we really need ah, six months to, to be able to give you an accurate rating. Laura, w- will you call back in six months? In three months? Yeah, I will. Assuming okay. we're all still here. Yeah, right. Sorry about that. I'm making we, a pregnant uh, woman yeah. mad. Wow. It clearly, okay, said, at least need to be her husband. Well, no, I, I don't want I don't give her bad information. Right. Uh, it's not like her husband got her calitrin. Come on, that's a good point. Uh, we continue. Uh, Devin, Devin in Mississippi. Devin, how you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Fired up and ready. Fired up and ready. Uh, I've got a, a question. I'm a pastor, and uh, with all this going on, a lot of churches have had to close their doors to protect their older members and at-risk members and go to Facebook Live and other platforms to preach. Correct. My question is, uh, I was wondering if you could give some insight on maybe – for pastors like me who who are very shy, uh, how do you give some tips on how do you make it interactive for your audience? For the audience or for you as the person who's actually delivering the message? <laughs> well, I, I'm fine with the one delivering the message, but like I yeah. said, I'm very camera shy. Uh, well, you, you're going to have to get – yeah, you got to get past that. Uh, well, what I would do is I wouldn't even worry about the camera. Uh, you know, you might want to position yourself – Maybe you're looking at something else. You don't have to stare right into the camera if you don't want to. Just let the camera capture you. And a lot of them are doing on the interactive. Now, you got to be careful of this because, again, people don't know how to act. People don't know how to act. Well, they'll actually put a chat room up there for the people who are the members of your church or just people who wanted to watch. You know, we got people now that have heard about the churches we attend, and they're in the Rick and Bubba listening audience, yeah. and now they're watching our church's online services all over the country. So some people are watching for the first time. But – because I, you know, sometimes you'll you can actually set up a chat room where your your congregation can actually you know send stuff out about stuff they need or hey uh, you know good to, good to talk to y'all we're here and all that. But I think that the, the 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 bottom line is the most important thing is that your congregation can can hear a message uh, in a Bible study that's led by you, you know their pastor even in this time of quarantine. So if looking at the camera bothers you, I don't think that's important. I mean, how good you look or how it's set up, the visual part to me is, I mean, it, it's somewhat important, but the most important thing is what they're hearing. And uh, and as long as they see the room where you are and they can see you uh, set up the camera in a way that it makes you more comfortable, that you, you can even be looking down at your notes or, 
your scripture and or you know have the person who's the IT person put the scripture up on the screen instead of your face while you're talking uh, about it. Put stuff up on the screen, referencing the things that you're talking about. That's also super helpful for the people at home who are trying to take notes. As the great Adrian Rogers said, uh, the cheapest pen you could ever buy will serve you better than the greatest memory when it comes to Bible study uh, and remembering Scripture and, and remembering what a pastor or somebody taught about. So just use those kind of things and get creative with it, uh, and that would be my advice. Amen. Appreciate you. Hey, thank you. Th- th- yeah, thanks for what you do too. And maybe give away toilet paper at the end of the service. Right. And if you if you stay through the whole message and you tied this month, we send you toilet paper. <laughs> hey, by the way, don't you guys hear me loud and clear. This is not being legalistic or whatever. Don't cut your tithe off. Hmm. I mean, you, you you talk about that that that's that's not. Don't even think about the church. Don't even think about people. You think about how God sees that. You know, that's the way everything has to. How does God see this? That's that's what's important. Well, and, uh, I, I think the problem is going to be, and, and while there will be a, a lot of people who are, uh, you know, still do exactly what they've done once they quit having the income. Oh, no, I'm not talking about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you can't tithe on something you don't yeah, have. Right. I'm talking about as long as you got it, you tithe on it. Yeah. Uh, Josh in Huntsville said he had a few tips. Josh, go ahead. Sure. Uh, so we've been Facebook live for about two years, but what I did was I invited uh, a few, less than 10, obviously, uh, of my church members who uh, are essential, uh, such as uh, praise team members. And so they sat in the audience, and while I wasn't staring at the camera, I was able to preach to them instead, and it it felt like a normal worship service. But one of the things I did was at the end, during the invitation, I came down to the camera and I asked people to comment their prayers, and that was pretty powerful. You asked them to do what? For us comment their prayers. Numerous, uh, okay. I had them to comment their prayers on Facebook. Oh, I got you. Yeah. And so that was pretty powerful because you saw numerous. Like uh, I think we had about eighty total comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, so yeah, that was, that was yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's what I was talking about by using that interactive stuff too. But that's a good idea. I saw Bub and I both saw another pastor where our kids go to church. And he was he did the same thing. The only thing is, I thought his room had a few more people in there than ten. Yeah, I was kind of yeah. like, man, I, I I think I'd back that number back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, spread them out a little bit there, yeah, yeah. Pastor. Yeah, but I understand. Yeah, but, but 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 that will help. So if he's listening, Devin, that's another thing. Take four or five people, uh, like you're doing a small group Bible study, and that way you're looking at them, teaching them, and then everybody else. We do that here on Wednesdays. You know, I'm I'm talking to a room of about thirty five to fifty. Uh, normally, we're not doing that now. Uh, but there's, you know, the overwhelming number of people that get the Wednesday Bible study are not in the room. They're they're actually out catching it online or on an archive. And what we're doing now is just removing the people from the room, but just keeping that same format. And we'll do that again tomorrow. Our Sunday school class is going to attempt to meet virtually this Sunday, and I'm anxious to see how that works out. Yeah, ours is too. Yeah, yeah we're going to try to Zoom it. I'll, yeah, I'll, that's what I was yeah. just about to say. I saw that Zoom does allow you to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you can and, do And long. you can do it for free as long as your meeting doesn't go over 40 minutes. Yeah. And uh, as I told our Sunday school teacher, I'm, I can only pay attention for about 22 anyway. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, you you also just you, you you probably you know would have been even funnier than that is to say so. How much does it cost? Since I know we're not going to make it. <laughs> and here's our other we we've had one of our listen we've had one of our members that with his work has, has had to move to Mexico for like six months or, or maybe a little longer. And we put him together a care package a few weeks ago of things he needed cereal and you know things from home so he yeah. could stock up. I've asked her if we can request that back now. (laughs) (laughs) For you, John Moose. Yeah.
So anyway, and uh, I, I, and we brought this up earlier, and I'm trying to get an update. From what we understood, the mission group stuck in Zambia got on a plane today and are headed back. I hope that's right. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.